Welcome to episode seven of Bourbons and B-Sides. On today's show, it's all things Metallica. We're sipping on blackened American whiskey, aged to the sounds of the metal masters themselves, and spinning the 1991 chart-topping self-titled album, Metallica. So raise your glasses and raise your horns, because we're about to get metal on your ass. Bloopers, like a bloopers reel, but not a, not even a uh-huh. blooper. Bourbons and B sides, be real. There you ah, go, dude. You that's know? fucking great. Ah, I'm just saying. Ah, all right, so we're recording. By the way, <laughs> good. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, episode seven, seven. Holy crap! What? So today we've got Metallica. Yeah. Yep. I mean, is there any and on both on both sides of it? Yeah, literally. So we're talking about literally. Metallica's black album. Well, it's just Metallica, right? Meta- yes, it's, Metallica. It's, the, it's their fifth album, and it's just called Metallica. Metallica. Although it is referred to as the black, the black album because it's got that goofy, goofy little snake cover. on the bottom, and it's, it's all black. You know, the, the "Don't Tread on Me" flag snake. Yeah. When did this come out? Ninety one. Um, I think it was ninety one, right? I know. It's, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Good, August twelfth, nineteen ninety one, by Electra. Yeah. Before we dig deep, too deep into it, we're also going to be talking about blackened whiskey, which is Metallica's whiskey. Yeah. So this is kind of a double whammy yeah. episode. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, episode seven. What's been going on, dude? I know we we're actually <laughs> we I, I want to like act like it's we, like it's, it's been, been two weeks since we've done our last episode, it's but it's so been long, like man. I mean, ten it's minutes. Been so hot, just, <laughs> you know work and you know life and actually actually you know we didn't really talk a whole lot but it's been good you know Uh, a couple weeks ago i will tell you this much a couple weeks ago i um i misjudged where a stair was (laughs) and i like i was i had amelia in my arms and i turned and I guess I just totally missed a stare and I, I fell man, bad, twisted my ankle hard. Like ro- I think rolled is the more appropriate term, like to visualize what happened. Yeah. She's good. The walls are good. No pictures fell. Nothing like I was able to protect everything. Like, you, you know, like that, like that crazy drunk dude who just like was falling into the pool or gets pushed in, but the beer is yeah. good. Right. Yeah. It was kind of like that. I saved everything. Uh, but oh no, jacked my ankle pretty bad, you know. So I was I was down for the count for two days, just like wow. nope, nope, off of it, icing it, ibuprofen, wow. doing everything I could, and then it's still a little sore. Like I mean, that was a couple of weeks ago. It's still a little sore, you know. Yeah. But, um, the older you get, the longer it takes to heal. Oh dude. man, let me tell you, you know, let me tell you. Yeah, like you said in the last episode, just drink some whiskey, man. Drink whiskey fixes everything. I have right? been. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Look, I'm glad that Amelia wasn't hurt, but I do have a story for you, yeah. and it sucks. It was horrible. We were. One night, a couple, it was like last week or two, um, we were at home. Val had gone to pick up some dinner and I was watching Georgia and I, I saw her run into the kitchen and she like, she's all over like the climbing phase right now. Like oh, she's like totally yeah. climbing everything. Yeah. And she got in the kitchen. She like grabbed, pulled like the, one of the chairs from like the little breakfast nook out and yeah. uh, she started climbing on it. And as I was, and I had kind of hurt my foot and I was kind of limping over there to get her. And as I was on my way. She falls off the chair and hits her head on the tile. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I pick her up and she's whining. But it's not like a whine that I've ever heard before. It was different. Like she was like, it was weird. So Val gets home. She's like, what happened? I'm like, she fell off the chair and hit her head. Yeah. And um, she starts like sweating and like having these like sweating spells. And 
We're like kind of watching her like, what should we do? Should we take her to the emergency room? And then all of a sudden yeah. she throws up all over me. Oh man. I'm like, oh shit, something's wrong. Yeah. So we hauled ass to the emergency room. Yeah. And of course, as soon as we get there into the, the doctor's little wherever, she's like running around playing everywhere. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. But she, from what we understood, from what the doctor told us, and she had like a little concussion. Yeah. And it was scary shit. That dude. is scary shit. So dude. she's fine now, but I'm you glad. know. Very glad. Whew, that was crazy. And now I felt like a horrible father because I was like, I mean, I mean, can't be everywhere all the time. I know. You try to keep your mm-hmm. eye as much as you can, but dude, they're little ninjas. They're crazy. They're little ninjas they're all over the place for as much mess and as loud as they can be. Yeah. They I are, mean, they are quiet and quick. And that, that saying the like, dude, you turn your head for just a minute. You yeah, never know. And it's it, true. It's true. Dude. I mean, I'm not like, I'm a big fan of like letting them do their own things and learning from their own experiences. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to get hurt. No, you know? don't. But I mean, sometimes gonna, you can't like help yeah, it. They're, they're gonna, gonna you know? get hurt. I but. prefer to think about it. I'd like my job is to help delay that as much as possible. Yeah. Like, yeah, touch something. You're gonna learn it's yeah. hot, kind of a deal. But I'd much. I'd like to. I don't know. Wait yeah. as long as I can. You know. But that was scary. But I'm glad she's she's a, she's fine and everything's good. Yeah, that's good. But anyway, that's good. So it's scary stuff though. Back to the show. Yeah, you know. So let's talk about blackened whiskey. <laughs> I got to be honest. I don't. I don't really do gimmicks that well you know so, i really don't i know, uh, you and know then, i mean but everybody's got to have an itch everybody's got to have a cell everybody's got to right. have something you it, know and you're right and honestly i think this is the only thing metallica could have done like hey we want to get in the whiskey game or they want to collaborate right and and they did they picked the right person to collaborate with unfortunately he passed away right after yeah, the launch or was it right before right after it was, uh, i think it was right after the yeah, launch in 2018 like um and then they picked up another distiller um but um it was uh what's his name his name was dave uh pickerel pickerel that's right yeah yeah that's right dave pickerel um so he was a he was their first master distiller and blender right um he co-founded the brand with metallica uh, but he passed away in 2018. Yeah. Um, and it, at one point he was with uh, Whistlepig, right? Oh, I didn't know Dave that. Dave Pickerel was at one point with Whistlepig. Um, and I think that's why this one has, and oddly enough, a, a, a higher rye content. Hmm. You know, um, it's up there. Um, I don't really understand why this one is similar to last week's whiskey. Well, now you say it, I'm going to try to taste it real quick. Yeah. It's similar. Ooh, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Whoa, dude. It's definitely not smoked. You don't get that smoky melt. See, saying a smoked whiskey is not what the, yeah. uh, what, not what the Long Branch was. It's no. smoke mellowed, I guess. And this one is pushing close to the same build. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ages long. But there's a lot of similarities there because of the rye content. But, but this one, you can taste the rye. Yeah. Like, it hits you. Yeah. It hits you like like a giant subwoofer in front of your face or like you're in a metallica concert um power ballad but that's kind of the thing when i say i don't really buy any gimmicks (laughs) but i I don't know if it's working or not you know and there's quite a few spirits that i could talk about gimmicky things on this and gimmick might be the wrong word um these guys what sets them apart in their collaborations what's called black black noise and what that is is they have this whiskey it's in barrels and they bombard it with a specific frequency of uh metallic proprietary sonic enhancement right process so because it's because they can say proprietary they don't really tell you 
what they're doing, but they're they're hitting it with sad waves. Right. So what they're doing is they're putting this whiskey in barrels, putting it in a rick house, and then they're blasting metallic music through speakers in this rick house. Supposedly what this music is doing is pushing with sound waves the whiskey in and out of the barrels to create more flavor. So it's it's forcing the aging process. Forcing the aging exactly like with the, music. Like what the seasons <laughs> do with hot and cold. Right. But, but with Metallica music. With Metallica. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I get the niche, right? You know, I get it. And it's, like, kind of brilliant in the fact that, like, Metallica came up with this this thing called Black Noise. Yeah. You but, know, it's, it's a little sad. But does but it work? Sad but true. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but does it work? Does it really actually work? Uh, you know. Regardless, I, I still drink it. I think, I think that we'd have to be in a double blind quality test kind of deal. Like we'd have to have the same whiskey that's aged in the barrel. Yeah. One in one house that's away from the music, one in the other house that's with the music. With the but music. they'd have to be pretty close, you know, but as to not be affected by the sound waves. So there's, you know, yeah. you know, but I'd be willing to bet that there is somewhat of a difference on a blind test. Right. right. It'd have to be it'd have to be. You know, because otherwise, if you're looking, I'd be like, no way, you know. I mean, if that was you get true, preconceived notions with that. If that know? was true, like the, if the sound waves would push the whiskey in and out of the wood, why wouldn't distillers grab a machine that would shake the barrels all day long? You know, like like like, like a bunch of Sherwin Williams, just yeah, like just like, exactly. <laughs> like, why wouldn't they just do like shake the barrels for like thirty minutes and then you've got your aging process? I mean, I mean, there's a reason why they they rotate them out, don't they? Like they that don't I know Jack does I know they move different barrels. Well, to they move places. them from top to bottom of the rick house like for temperature and stuff. Okay, so Jefferson's they do the the ocean, the l- ocean, yeah, l- the lotion, which is delicious. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> you know. I mean, their whole premise is that the motion of the ocean is what's sloshing it around and forcing that process. Uh, I think it's that's true, and I think it's also like temperatures of like crossing the equator and stuff like that as well. Sure. Okay, we'll in, talk about in, that inside one day. the cargo hold of a of ship. a ship, and that's all it does is travel back and forth. I think it's more motion than anything. I don't know that temperature because it's in a cargo hold. It's close to water. I think it's pretty temperature controlled. Uh, maybe. I mean, think about it. I have to, we'll have to look it up. I mean, it's not. It's not do, getting. It's not getting summertime in there. Don't you know? have a bottle, so I have to go buy one. I don't. Uh, know. We'll yeah, talk about it. But yeah. Whatever. Not anytime soon. Yeah. Anyway, but I don't. I don't. I don't know that. It actually affects. I mean, it makes sense scientifically. It makes sense. Yeah, sounds a and wave. It sounds cool. It's a wave. It goes through. You know, and it's gonna do stuff. I mean, and it's a thing. You know, I mean, um, what is it? The people at uh, Copper and Kings. Yeah, they do the same thing. I know. Their, their name literally comes from their copper stills and their love of Kings of Leon, and they got Copper and Kings, and they make a brandy, they make an aged brandy, an immature brandy, they make all kinds of stuff, and that's their deal is they have a playlist that altered the changes per batch and they rock out music to the whiskey. You know I mean? It's like, I guess it's like talking to your plans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I guess so. Whatever. Um, anyway, let's talk about how it tastes. I'm not disappointed that we're doing this. I'm actually having a good time. What do you think? What do you got? I think the nose is a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, you're right. It's not, not getting much. This libation is a little lackluster oh. on the nose. I mean, um, the taste is... It's subtle, you know. Um, it's got a good taste. It kicks you with that rye. It's got a little, like, caramel. See, I get more citrus than anything. No, I, I get know. I get a lot of... I get a lot of bright citrus. Uh, tangy, bright citrus. Um, hmm. I don't know. 
and some leathery awesomeness. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting, I mean, of course, everyone's palate's different. Yeah. Just definitely, I'm feeling, I'm tasting the caramel, I'm tasting honey, I'm tasting cinnamon. I mean, there's definitely fruit in there. I don't know about bright fruit. I don't know. It's okay. It's good. It's not bad. Is it? It's a little, it's a little unforgiving. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. You're right. Nothing else matters. I mean, Man, you're, that's, I'm surprised that I didn't come up with it. It's great. I love it. Good for you. Um, so let's talk about the master distiller. So obviously the master distiller start off with Dave. Um, he passed away. Would you say 2018? 18. So the next master distiller that came on board was Rob Dietrich. So I know Rob. Do you really? So Rob used to work for Stranahan's. He was the master distiller for Stranahan's. I like Stranahan's. That's good stuff. Um, I met Rob a couple of times. Dude's awesome. He's got like these giant sideburns. He always wears like, I don't know, like some denim outfit, some like denim jacket or denim shirt. It's like black a, or blue. Like or, a Canadian tuxedo. Dude, he's a rock. He's a rock and roll dude. Oh. Drives a motorcycle. Okay, that that kind of dumb. Okay. And of course, when Metallica came to him and offered him a position, he had to go. Uh, now, I'm sure he was sad to leave Stranahan's. He did tons of great things with them, but whenever Metallica calls, you don't turn it down. Why would you? Uh, you know, you're you know, Metallica. You want to hear a side story sure. about me? First off, I want to go ahead and admit that I've never seen Metallica live. I have not. Um, I wanted to several times, and I came really close one time. Um, and it was that one time that my company flew me to Ireland. Yeah. Right. So I landed on a Tuesday, and the Metallica show was at Slane Castle. I was going to say, was you like, talking about Slane? was like Thursday. And Shit. so I landed a day earlier than my group. I don't know why it's just the way the travel landed. So stayed in a hotel in just uh, outside of Dublin by myself. So guess what I did? I went out and just drank yeah. at all the bars that were in walking distance and which were plentiful. Um, <laughs> it's Ireland. Yeah. And was pretty quiet for a while until one of the bartenders just started talking and I started talking and then they're like, Oh, I'm not even trying to do their accent, but they're like, Oh my God, you're from America. And then everybody kind of turned and was it scary. No, not at all. It was like, <laughs> it was kind of like everybody was interested, you know, yeah. like, like they, I don't know if they'd never really encountered. And then, and then I said, I think I said y'all once mm. and oh hell it was on. I yeah. uh, where are you from? And I said Texas. And they're like, oh my God. Then then the stereotypical questions came. Like, you ride a horse. To exactly. School. Yeah. Not not even joking. You ride a horse to work. Not you even. uh wear a 10 gallon hat. Yeah. But anyway, that was Tuesday night. So Thursday, where the next day, met up with everybody, go to Ireland. Or we're we're we I was in Ireland. We that's when we were going to Slane. Yeah. We're heading there. No, no, no. We were going to Scotland. We had a drive, you know, kind of, or, or no, we hop, hopped it over there to Scotland, kind of a deal. And I'm like, why wouldn't we start with Slane in Ireland and then finish in Scotland? Yeah. Because the Metallica concert is tomorrow. Right. And we should all be going. Right. 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 So for those of who, who don't know what Slane is, which is kind of a new, uh, it's newish Irish whiskey that came out a couple of years back. Um, Slane Irish whiskey is, you know, an Irish whiskey from Ireland and made in the Slane Castle. Uh, which also is like and the and the count to Cork, right? And they have this giant like fe, uh, concert series that they the, do there. Slane Castle is known for their concerts. Yeah. If, if big on concerts and travel stuff like that. Bigs, 
bigs have played there. You know, um, yeah. just Thin Lizzy. It's mostly rock, yeah. right? That have played. But I think Eminem you know, played there. Eminem is the only non-rock, right. and even then, um, I, I I heard it from Henry himself, the the father, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, never again will we do anything other than rock. Like he's <laughs> like, it was just. He's like, the crowd was just a bit much, is, right. I think, or obnoxious. I think is the word he used. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they were destructive. So it's Alex is the son, right? Son, yeah. yeah, I've met him. Yeah, he's a cool, dude. He's super cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're getting off subject. Yeah. Anyway, well. It's whiskey and it's rock and roll. And Metallica it's played it slain. And Metallica played it yeah. slain. And even then, Metallica is one of the only people that have ever played Antarctica. Mm. Right? No, I think they're the only band who's played at Antarctica. And because the way it had to work, I think the, the people that were there to mm-hmm. able to attend had to wear headphones kind of deal because sound vibrations, glacier, yeah. ice, the whole thing, you know, something along those lines. I don't know the entire story, but I know that. And even then they said, that playing Slane has been a dream and on their bucket list for a long time. And wow. Alex is like, why didn't you ask? We'd have thrown you on a long time ago. Yeah, you no know? shit. But I mean, like Queen played there, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean. I mentioned Thin Lizzy. They're the first ones to yeah. play there. Jeez. Um, uh, uh, Bruce Bruce Springsteen played there. You know yeah, I mean? Awesome. Some huge names went through. The Red Chili Peppers, you know, uh, Kings of Leon. Um, and what's pretty cool is in, in the castle, like now they have the distilleries at the castle, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a little, uh, I guess you call it a tasting room kind of a deal, you know? Yeah. And it's beautiful as you would expect in like a uh, castles, it w- which were, which were the stables at one point. And they have a, uh, this bar and on the bars are staves that go up and down, right? Like, or vertically, I should say on the front of this part. And each one has the name of everybody that's played in the order all that's the way cool. around it it's pretty rad nice yeah, it's pretty rad. well um i don't know we kind of drifted off to the side here We're, oh we drifted but quite a bit rob oh. Derek, rob dietrich came yeah. from Stranahan's, went to metallic where went to blackened and is doing a phenomenal job there um of course he's like i said total rock and roll dude he fits in perfect with the dudes um i've got some good stories about rob um Let's hear but we'll, well we'll talk about him whenever we do a Stranahan's episode because um, we need to save some material yeah, <laughs> like we, just, we just talked about a half a slain episode here. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it kind of fed into it you know because because of the concert connection yeah. you know i mean that might sound like a crappy let's talk about the bottle movie. the bottle is very art deco very very art deco um it's kind of cool how they printed on the bottle rather than sticker yeah um and we're you know it's got black and white lettering with a uh kind of like a, a smattering of black behind it but what it really is is an audio recording right it's like uh, sound waves sound waves yeah like if you would see like in uh in pro tools or or just any kind of recording where right. you see voice you yep. know kind of a deal um very curious to, to know what that is i guarantee you it's something it has to be yeah it's got to be some song yeah i might as well look into that yeah. i don't i wonder if, if they're only playing one song on repeat well see it really doesn't ever say songs like anywhere i've looked like you've got a little more of the inside track because you've hung out with the dude with uh, uh well i didn't hang out with him when he worked for black and i hung out with him when he worked for stranahan so i don't um, know anything and okay. i don't know if he knows if i don't know what music they play there and, but on the website it just says a proprietary process called black noise right and when looking into that, oh no, there it goes. Don't go too far. There it is. Um, oh. it just says 
Um, sound innovated a subwoofer employing the same rage, harnessing the vibrations that make a Metallica concert the resonant visceral experience their fans know and love. Okay. okay. So it does say it's like a playlist. It's like it says they're very own Metallica playlist curated by the band themselves. Okay. So there it is. I wonder if the playlist changes or whatnot, or if it's just like, nope, this is it. You know, you're. <laughs> it's it's oh, gonna no. be like you know first you ain't gonna you, you know don't tread on me you know just don't do it you know and then you're gonna feel like the god that failed you know um, it's a struggle within i you know sometimes you act a little holier than now you know um anyways <laughs> sad but true uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man good oh, stuff yeah. but you know overall it's a decent whiskey you know nothing to like rave about but I mean, I mean, it's it's just cool. It's Metallica's whiskey called Blackened. It bottles badass. It's Art Deco bottle with its cool label. Hey, I mean, if you're a Metallica fan, why not? Chug a dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a whiskey fan. And that too. Definitely drink it. Um, yeah, check it out. Definitely check it out. Pretty, it's The taste is fairly mellow for what it really is. Um, it being a higher... Um, rye content on that yeah um it doesn't really come across as some of them do uh, i'm trying to find my notes on the uh on the mash bill real quick well, i'll say wherever i may roam i'll be drinking <laughs> some blackened <laughs> so the metallica album are we gonna just kind of segue into that or we might we as well i think we've uh hit every note we need to hit on this blackened uh on the whiskey on the whiskey yeah um shouldn't tread on it anymore <laughs> oh man we're just killing it with the uh the song it's too easy yeah it's uh why can't i find easy. those numbers all right uh, i know it has a higher rye content and that's partly because of um the second distiller what uh, dietrich um because rob dietrich rob dietrich yeah. dietrich um because his coming from or no from i'm sorry from pickerel who came from who at one point was with whistle pig yeah. and they are they're they're masters of rye over yeah there, man over their, sure. their old wp i mean they are re, like that, that boss hog. don't mm. don't get me started mm. um so i can see the heavy influence in there and where dietrich is maintaining that it's pretty epic right now whether or not the playlist really does emblazon this it's left to be seen, but I will say that I do kind of want to crank the radio up really loud right now and haul ass. So there might be something to that. Like Why? I want to go really fast, really loud music after tasting. We this. should get one of our barrels. I've got a, a barrel and right over here. Mm -hmm. It hasn't ever been used. Mm -hmm. Let's put a, some like certain type of like, I don't know. I got the perfect thing. Some bland whiskey. I got the perfect thing because I've got two bottles of the what's it called the buffalo trace um they're little bottles and they're it's, it's like white lightning pretty mm. it's, it's on age whiskey uh, oh okay me, yeah yeah, yeah. i know what you're talking I about i got two of them yeah let's do that let's put it in a barrel and let's fucking put some giant speakers next to them and blast the metallica's playlist the white dog the white dog yeah I got two bottles yeah, of white yeah, dog yeah. number two right so I and let's the, see I what happens exact, i got two bottles of the exact same stuff you get one, I get one. Okay. Each put it in a brand new barrel. Okay. One of us can't do music. One of us has to. I like it. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. I mean, it might be, 
it might be for the sake that both of us have children. We just put like headphones on it. <laughs> it's a baby barrel. So why not put Dude, headphones on brilliant. it? I love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We're going to see. We're yeah, going to do, some... do that. It sounds right. like a fun. Uh, we're going to have a control test. We to be continued. My Bourbon's folks. Bourbon's abuse. I science project. Yeah. Take one. It. I love it. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Canteen is a refreshing, ready-to-drink vodka soda in a can. On the go, on the course, or in your own backyard. Learn more at canteenspirits.com. Must be 21 or older. Always enjoy responsibly. Classic Metallica. Fuck, I love it. Nah, it's so good. So, okay. we, we, so before we actually yeah. get sued for like, you know, copyright. Right, stop that. Like that you know, so only a certain amount of time. We wanted, we looked up what the the sound wave on the bottle was and it's the actual song blackened yeah which, it, which, i don't know why we didn't think of that yeah right it's an excerpt from the song blackened um from and justice for all yeah um makes sense yeah um going into that i think this is probably i think and justice for all is probably my favorite metallica oh, album good, yeah um just because it's just balls to the wall mm. right like non-stop it just is um however the self-titled, often referred to as the Black Album, yes, Metallica, the released, self-titled, released nineteen eighty-one, or no, no, I'm sorry, ninety-one. Um, this was one of the, for me, it was one of the first albums I ever really listened to on a want kind of a deal from yeah. front, from from start to finish, right? Kind right. of a deal. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the youngest of three siblings. Um, and my brother is the oldest sister being the next, right. Yeah. Um, and my brother was big into rock and, you know, he's eight years older than me. So, you know, so he was, that's an eighties kid, hundred percent, you know, yeah. and he's the one who really brought in the Metallica and the Molly crew and, uh, Van Halen and just rat scorpions. You know, he's the one, he's the one who put that, <laughs> you know, in yeah, my ear. Um, and I listened to it and I dug it, but I never really listened to it until this self-titled album came yeah. out until the black album came out. And for me, it, this album does tend to get a lot of flack from the, the metal or the rock purists. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this is the worst one, you know, and like they got mellow. I'm yeah, like... I, I guess, you know, um, but when you revisit this, there's so much fun on this album. Mm. Like, like I was, like I was telling you on the drive over here, I, you know, I did it in true fashion. I'm going to revisit this. I know I've got a little bit of a journey here. I could do the whole album on the drive. Wow. I was wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, but I got pretty far into it, but what I literally did was jacked it up to, <laughs> I don't, I jacked the volume up to 25. Yeah. I think my, I think it caps at 31 or 32 or 30, somewhere like that. Adjusted all the dials and, just charge well i try to drive like a madman but um but dumbasses and cops would per you know they prevented me in traffic you know yeah. so i drove like a normal person sure just with really loud music sure and it was so much fun you know air guitar solos and you know drum solos which i, I mean and plus like your house to my house is like an hour away it's a journey it's a you journey know? so you yeah. You probably I got, got pretty far. You, I got, you got to listen to a good deal. I got, with the album. Yeah, I got literally started on Inner Sandman and I got through um 
my friend of misery yeah you know which is the second to last song yeah you know so uh but went through it all and anybody can dig on this album as much as they want but there's a lot of epic music it's great there's so, a lot of epic music i mean just kind of a little background story of me and metallica and my my upbringing and how i found them and listened to them like whenever metallica when i was younger and i was like getting into music my parents were like you're not listening to this you're not listening to metallica you're not listening to justice for all you're not listening to kill them all and ride the master of puppets like (laughs) i was like what are you talking about i have to this is greatness well they wouldn't let me listen to it wouldn't let me buy an album they wouldn't buy any albums for me but i had a a kid that lived down the street from me his name was isaac Mm. and his mom was like you whatever you want so we would literally go to his house and listen to like metallica and rat and like those bands that were just like at that time like crushing it and just rocking and this metal and it wasn't there's nothing wrong with it like Uh it's just music and Uh my my mom was like it's like satan music it's like what are you talking about so anyway this album though i remember i don't know if my buddy noel will remember this but we were probably what year you say this came out 91 Mm -hmm. so we're in middle school and we were list. We went. I would go to his house. We would play. I think it was either RBI or Bases Loaded on Nintendo. And we would listen to Metallica. Yeah. And we would listen to like. I mean, we listened to his album, but I remember listening to like Unforgiven on repeat a hundred times while we played Bases Loaded, whatever it was. I don't know if he'll remember that, but Noel, shout out to that. That was, it was great times. But anyway, this is a great album. It is. I love it so much. So, it is one of the best selling albums worldwide. There you go. Period. I mean, can't be. You know, and one numbers. Uh, and in the U.S. since uh, since Nielsen SoundScan started beginning tracking, which yeah. Nielsen's a pretty big thing and yeah. the ratings kind of a deal, um, it's one of the best selling albums ever. Um, this thing has gone sixteen times platinum, sixteen times. Shit, that means over sixteen million, million copies. copies have been sold. Yeah, that's a lot. That's nuts. I mean, that's a lot. You know, um, it's. it's I mean, there's six, there's five singles that came off of this album, right? Oh, I think there's more. Inner Sandman, Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters, uh, Wherever I May Roam, Sad But True. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. six. Yeah. No, that's five. And then I get, I don't know. I think that's the only ones that were singles, but maybe yeah. Don't Tread On Me. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, Don't Tread On Me is a good one too. It, but that's, that's one of those one that you know the riff, but most people don't really know the song. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just is, you know, kind of a deal. Um, also, where the snake comes from, the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. It's on the, the yeah. album as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked how the Unforgiven played ooh, into like what two more songs. I know there's Unforgiven two, which was yeah. on the I think it was on the S and M album, uh, which is Symphony and Metallica. For those of you with dirty minds, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I I think there's a third. I think there is a Unforgiven. I don't know. I, I don't should, know. I, I have. I think there, I know there's a two. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard the third. But anyway, um, so go ahead. I found myself literally singing every damn word yeah. to a lot of. We'll see the first nine songs. Yeah. Right. That I knew damn near everything to, and it's because of. I think it was one of the first Metallica albums I actively sought out to listen to when it first came out and rocked through it and listened to it and enjoyed it. You know. So this is actually the album. So the next album after this was Loaded. This is the album right before they like cut all their hair off. Right. Or at least James Hatfield and Lars did. Right. Um, Which side note, another reason why a lot of people got pissed. Side note on this. Uh, on this album, right. 
it was entirely written by Ulrich and Hetfield mm-hmm. with a sprinkle of Hammett. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it just was. I, what was four tracks where Hammett was part of it, where Kirk was, and the rest was Hatfield and, and Ulrich. Just you know, period. I, I read somewhere that Hatfield never wanted to be the lead singer of this band. Like he was just like, I didn't want to sing. I just wanted to play guitar. And they were like, well, can't find a, a singer. So he ended up just doing it. And this is long. T- I saw this like on a dock or I read it that, somewhere in a magazine. That doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, yeah. I know that about um, Jack Johnson, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Singer songwriter, yeah. real beachy, yeah. complete opposite theme of what we're talking about now. Right. Singer songwriter. Right. But that guy, he, uh, he went to school for, uh, for videography for what is it called? Um, making movies, cinematography. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another word for it. No cinematography more. sounds fine. Yeah, sure. That, um, and wanted to make movies about surfing and did made a one kind of a deal, but he needed a soundtrack. So he did the music himself and people liked the music more than they did the movie. Yeah. So he just rolled with it. Yeah. And now, now we have him. Now he, you know, he's the guy who did the curious George soundtrack, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're, fun stuff, I will you know? say this, I'm not a Jack Johnson fan, but if you are a fan of Jack Johnson, you should check out Donovan Frankenrider. Yeah. He's uh the like OG surfer singer songwriter dude right, right on yeah him and jack johnson are like best friends all right check it but out. anyway right. um i also want to say um back to metallica back to, back to metallica <laughs> that i don't know if you've seen the new stranger things season or if you've even watched them all i all. i haven't watched the new one and in fact i'm second guessing on if i'm caught up enough or not or when i last let off um I feel like I saw the third season, but I'm not so sure now. I'm going to have to go back and check. So I feel that way every season that they come out with one because it's so long between shows. But I will say in the in the latest one in in Stranger Things 4, I'm not going to like get into the details because I don't want to give away like this scene. But there is a Metallica song that is played during one of the scenes in the movie. Um, and Metallica actually reached out to um, the producers and the, the, the actors in this in the in the the show and mm-hmm. said that was awesome really yeah so i'll leave it at that if you haven't seen the episode mm-hmm. then i'm not gonna get any further but once you watch it you'll be like that is awesome i'll check it it's out. greatness dude i'll definitely check it out um but anyway thought that was funny for pretty cool whenever we watched it the other night and uh i will say that stranger things season four is the best one i've seen yeah yeah it's awesome all right i'll dig it yep well, this, I'll dig it while drinking blackened and listening oh, to yeah. Metallica. Hey, actually, can, can you pour me a little bit more? I absolutely can. As soon as I find it. There it is. All right. What else we got with this album, man? So let's see. I'm going to open it up and see what we got on the inside. So obviously everyone knows the iconic cover. It's all black. You can barely see. Well, we hope you know the iconic Yeah, cover. I mean, you can, you can barely see the, the iconic Metallica logo <laughs> and then the... Um, the don't tread on me snake at the bottom right hand corner Yep. Uh, on the back side of it. When you flip it over, it's the, the snake again, and the large, like larger, larger, larger and in the center. And then there's the breakdown of the songs in like four different locations. Um, and then the inside you've got, oh, this is a double, double vinyl. Oh, we got some, you got some bonus tracks. I don't know. I think this is just a, a remastered version of the original. Yeah. They, they just uh, split it up on the two discs. Yeah. When they, or two vinyls. They remastered it. Uh, what is it? Not, not too long ago, actually. Uh, well, I say not too long ago because I still think the 90s were five yeah. years ago. Nothing special about these vinyls. Um, they're black. They're 
the normal. And you got a you got a sleeve on the inside that has the songs and the lyrics and the pictures of the dudes' faces. That's pretty cool. Yeah, real stylized silhouettes of it with the yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Um, which is um, brings me to a fun little side story. Okay, so um, in the song "Nothing Else Matters," mm-hmm. right? To this day, and I refuse to look it up, and I don't want I don't want to know, right? Period, because in my mind, it's so much better when I don't know. Um, nothing else matters. I really don't know if they're saying life is ours. We live it our way, our way, or if they're saying like the czars, we live it our way. <laughs> wow. Like, are they referring to Russian royalty or just life is ours? Either way, I don't care to know because it depends on my mood. You don't want to know? I don't want to know. Okay, I got it right here. No, I don't want to. Because it okay. depends on my mood, on how I'm like, if I'm around people or if I'm in my car just rocking out or if it just comes on or whatever, you know, I just kind of make it up as I go. And it's fantastic. Well, teach their own. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> well, I know. Cheers to the czars. <laughs> Which means that's not it. <laughs> Look, man, you, you you can think it is whatever you want. In the way back home tonight, you can play your czar song. Play it again. I'm, yeah. you know, like like the czars. We live it over. That, that's awesome. Um, well, there's another song. Um, I think it's, it's uh, Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy, mm-hmm. right? I think it's um, uh, who's that? In your uh, oh man, I have to think about it later. It's, it's something about that song, the de- devious stairs or oh, something yeah. like that. I. I, know. I, th- I think I think it's deep. See, it's either like deep seated fears or devious stairs or it's devious deviant stairs. chairs. I don't. Yeah, know. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I messed it up for years. I will say that corrected me. That album, that Marcy Playground album, uh, I actually really enjoyed it when it came out. Huh. And there's, I didn't. I think I think Sex and Candy was overplayed, and I got sick and tired of it, and never wanted oh, to hear it again. Thanks. But there's a lot yeah. of other thanks, Clear Channel for yeah. ruining. Right. Perfectly good albums. There's tons of deep tracks on that song, on that album. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I think it's a great album. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's Marcy Playground and is a nineties band and whatever. Um is it a nineties band? Or was it like two thousands? I think it was two thousands. I'm gonna call it two thousands. Yeah. Um you are you familiar with the uh song Islands in the String? I am. That is where we yeah. are. Mm-hmm. For about half of my life, I thought it was pilots industry. <laughs> <laughs> pilots industry. Wow. What a great like Just theme song for pilots. Right? Like, like j- come join Delta. Right. You know? <laughs> it's awesome. Now I want to be a pilot. I'm just hearing that. If I heard that, I would have been like, they'd change my career path. Yeah, man. I used to mess up so much stuff. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I really have a whole lot more on. I mean, this, I mean, this is a, it's one of those albums where you don't have a lot to say other than it's just greatness, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's Metallica is one of the most well-known metal rock bands in the world. Uh, be, I, I will second that. Yeah. You, know? you can't uh, like everybody and anybody knows who the hell Metallica is. You know, I, yeah. you, you love them or you hate them or right. you just don't listen to them period. Like, oh, I don't know. You know. I feel like, um, but, somewhere somehow in your life a metallica song has affected your you. yeah, yeah your life somehow yeah. You're, yeah and i'd say in a good way too i like, don't know like it got you out of a mood or it got you hyped up for something or yeah it just whatever it is you know or it's associated with a with a movie or something along those lines i don't i don't know how you can not like 
if Metallica Unforgiven or nothing else matters comes on the radio, you don't just listen to it. Like even if you hate metal music, I mean, those aren't, those are very mild songs that they, they have put out there. And even if you're not a fan of metal, like you're going to listen to those. Even if I feel like if you're, I don't know. Unless man. you're like this I don't know. There's, Bible beating. No, I mean, there's purists too. Cause I know people that were big guns and I roses guess. fans until and, and the day it, uh, patience came out. They're like, what the hell? And they literally have not listened to another thing. Since, yeah, you know? I guess you're right. I mean, there's, there's those people that are just, I mean, you can't but to see, it, here's you know? the thing. I don't think you can give a band shit for trying different things. And just, like how, how many times can you just play a metal song constantly all day long? These guys play these songs constantly, like on a regular basis, every single day, like on concerts, every single night playing metal songs. Like I'm sure they want to change it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not only that, it's, I mean, it's music, it's expression, right? Right. So whatever it is they're feeling or whatever it is they've encountered or experienced, gets translated in some ways shape or form and usually right. it's music you know uh, not changing you're not for, growing for these guys because <laughs> you know nothing else matters um <laughs> um but i mean you're not always going to be hyped up and angry all the time sometimes mm-hmm. you're a little mellow and sometimes sometimes you feel unforgiven you know and, and something comes from that you know Whoa, you know? yeah i'm just saying you know no i know and now I, I will sometimes it is sad but true <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm glad we're both dads because these dad jokes are gonna never stop and it's funny to us and that's all that matters <laughs> you know because nothing else matters um, that, and total being a dad there's you know a total struggle with oh the struggle within is real <laughs> i will say inner sandman yeah it's it's a good song i enjoy it it's got a great intro it's got a great carry it it's got a lot of fun i do wish that they had left out the little lord's prayer not lord's prayer what is it um i don't even know what's called when you lay me down yeah with a repeat back with a little kid kid. repeating it back kind of a deal or back and forth whatever i think the whole song could have done without that period you just cut it out and just continue on maybe put an epic a more epic guitar solo or a nice drum solo or something there. I think it'd have been better received, but I mean, I but know. isn't like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the kid is like saying a prayer. So like Sandman didn't come get him. Right. Like, isn't that the whole point? Isn't that the whole thing of the song? Like, Sandman is there to like, come get you and take you away. And he's like saying his prayers and hoping that he doesn't. I, I don't know if that's the point. I, I kind of, I don't. I, I want you to explain this to me because I'm so I, I just, like fascinated that you don't think it should be in there. I just think the song could have done without huh. it. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. To me, it's like that. Uh, what was that? Like that Selena song where she was trying to break through Selena. to the American group, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like um, it's all nice and beautiful, and then all of a sudden, she breaks into you know, like it's like whoa, why 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 do you have to break into this little Spanish dialogue? to the audience that doesn't We've just care, talked about ex- different expression right? i mean we just basically that's said why they why. that's why they did it i just don't <laughs> get it and i yeah. feel like i feel like their producers or their peeps should have been like mm, i i get what you're trying to do maybe but maybe we should probably leave this out let's let's do a release let's 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 do a cut without it 
We'll see how you feel about it. And then we'll um, do a cut with it in and see how you feel about it. You know, well, maybe do a test. I'm sure they did too. You know, I, I, I mean, regardless, this is why a, I'm not a music producer or an editor or anywhere in that business. I think that I'm the dude on the other side of the microphone talking my nonsense, you know, um, I think I just, the mentality can be like, do whatever the fuck they want. And exactly. And there's a reason why this album yeah. it has sold as much as it has. Exactly. There's a reason these things are just because I'm probably not involved. With right. It, you know? so, uh. Well, yeah. I, dude, that's my thought. I think this was a great show. A great episode. Great album. Great whiskey. Yeah. Even though there's some weird, like niche music blaring <laughs> aging <laughs> process, but uh, black noise. Black noise. Black noise. Proprietary black but hey, noise. Hey, you know, it is cool. It's a, it's something cool. It's something different to talk about. And it's definitely like sitting around, hey, dude, have you heard about this with your whiskey buddies drinking and be like, have you heard about black and do you know what this is all about? Yeah. And it's good conversation. And now you got some fun notes. Like yeah. um the first batch will be labeled 081 for its you know homage to nineteen eighty one. Yeah. Uh when Metallic was founded. Yeah. Um Blackened, the little sound waves in the back comes from And Justice for oh, All. Blackened, yeah. you know, song. what part we don't know, but we'll figure it out. It just says a clip from, um, and that I don't really like the little prayer inside of Inner Sandman, you know, I, but but it's yeah. sad but true, you know, they're trying to be holier than thou, you know, and look, overall, all they can say is don't tread on. I love this album, I love Metallica, I love whiskey. That's it, yeah. I mean, we can end the show now yeah. or just this episode. We won't yeah. end the whole show. Well, hey, you know what? We talked about in the last episode, you left our, our listeners hanging yeah. on some little, some news that we had coming. Oh, yeah. That. So I'm going to go for it. Go ahead and let them know. Ahead, we have, you know, we've contacted some fellow um, whiskey, scotch, bourbon lovers in our industry. Yep. And uh, we're going to try to get some guests on. Come, Some of our friends are going to come on the show, talk about the whiskeys and the bourbons and the scotches that they... Our friends from the industry. Yeah. Some of those that they sell, some of those they talk about, some of those they are ambassadors of. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to bring them on. They're going to pick a bourbon, whiskey, or scotch, whichever one they want. Whatever, whatever, whatever they, they want. Yeah, whatever they want to talk about. And they're also going to pick an album, yeah. their favorite album. And oh. we're going to do our best to get that album, or if they already have it, they can bring it with them. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about that stuff and I think it should be pretty interesting and pretty fun. I, I enjoy that. I think we're getting to the point. I mean, we could keep doing the episodes with just the two of us and that's fine. Yeah. Cause I think we do a really mediocre good job. <laughs> yeah, you know, we do all right. <laughs> but, uh, I, we have some friends that I think would be good for the show and, uh, we're going to bring them on and, uh, it should be, it should be some good times. I think it's going to be a great time. So we'll schedule those here shortly and, uh, we will keep you all posted. Oh, show. Until the next show. And as we say, sip responsibly. Sip and spin. Sip and spin. Responsibly. Mm -hmm. La, la, la. <laughs> Until next time, folks. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, DM us on Instagram at bourbons and b-sides and go check out our website that's www.bourbonsandbsides.com until next time and as always sip and spin responsibly really sip and spin <laughs> <laughs>